Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to A Medic's Mind, the podcast. This is going to be another installment of Not So Serious. Yeah, that's right. It's going to be not so serious. I have a story to tell you, and uh, yes, this this doesn't involve strippers and the military. I, I know I once said that all my stories don't involve strippers. Uh, all of my stories from the military don't involve strippers, but it appears as though I may have to backtrack on that. But this particular story does. If you want to hear it, stick around. It's coming up next. That's right, folks. Stripper story. It's stripper time. Stripping story from the army. Strip story. Strippers. It's coming up. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I, I I found that sound effect and it was perfect for a nice interlude or introduction into the story. Uh, I did once uh, say that all my stories to me don't involve strippers, but a lot of them do, and this particular one does. It also involves my friend Snook. And my uh, friend Dupuy. Now, uh, these guys are fantastic individuals. They really are. But uh, bad influences. Really bad influences. You see, I I was an unwilling participant in this whole thing. I, uh, you know, I, I didn't even want to go out that weekend. I wanted to stay in. I had church to go to. Uh, certainly some sort of prayer to write. Uh, completely unwilling in this entire endeavor. Warning. Warning. Bullshitter alert! Hmm. Bullshitter alert! Warning! All right. Warning! Bullshitter alert! <laughs> that was awkward. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, uh, I, we. Okay, so we we were all really good friends in the military. Uh, we got to know each other quite well uh, while serving, and uh, we had decided that after I think we were all on uh, heavy courses at that time. Uh, or had come back from some training, and it was a pretty intensive uh, thing. And we had decided that a weekend off base was more than in order. And uh, and we sat around uh, one of our rooms and and sort of planned out the following weekend as to what we were going to do. Uh, we were waiting for uh, another member of of our uh, you know our our quad to get back, and uh, and uh, our quartet. He was out on training as well. We were waiting for him to come back, and then uh, and then we were gonna get this thing underway. But uh, us three, me, Snook, and Dupuy, sat down and formulated a plan. We uh, we thought about what we we're gonna do on the weekend. We were planning everything out, and we decided to call it Operation Debauchery. Operation Debauchery was in full swing, full effect. We even took handwritten notes, folks. I think there was a diagram at one point. We drew a fucking diagram of how we were gonna attack this weekend. We actually. Uh, if you've ever seen uh, Rain Man, where Dustin Hoffman is able to count cards, think that only calculating beers uh, to con- like beers to person to consumption ratio. We were doing that. Definitely need more beer. Yeah, definitely beer. Need beer. Definitely. That's that's how things were going, and uh, it's we were excited. I well, I was excited for sure. Uh, it was going to be a great time. And of course, we decided that going to the strippers was a, a natural uh, course of action. We needed to do that. Now, the thing I need to tell you about Snook, Snook is a Newfie, uh, so he's got the crazy Newfieland accent, but he's also got the crazy Newfie personality. He is about as personable and approachable as you can you can fathom. 
but he's he's his appearance has changed a lot now. Uh, much more clean cut in the military, mainly due to standards and uh, and and all of that. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, not a bad looking fella. Okay, not a bad looking fella. Did okay with the ladies. Uh, he's he's got this amazing personality about him, uh, a great sense of confidence and humor, and uh, and it worked out well. He usually we usually sent him out fishing. You know, if we wanted a group of girls to come back to the table or something, we'd say, "Hey, Snook, do you see that table full of girls?" And he goes, "Yeah." And we're like, "Can you go get them, then come back here?" And he goes, "Yeah." And but then as he would leave, you'd have to be like, "Snook, Snook, Snook, don't don't sleep with all of them. Yeah, bring them back." Okay, <laughs> it was. <laughs> oh, I wish I was exaggerating, but I'm not. Uh, so the weekend, the the week rolled by very slowly. I remember that. I remember thinking, "My goodness, this is like Monday times two on a Wednesday." Uh, and eventually, uh, as all things do, the weekend the week did pass, and the weekend arrived. And our friend Nick came back, and it was me, Nick, uh, Mike Dupuy, and uh, and Snook Ryan Snook. And, uh, and now we're ready to go. You know, we, uh, we ended up getting a hotel for, uh, for a couple nights in, uh, in Barrie. And, uh, it was funny because when we got to the hotel, it was close to the downtown courts. We wanted to be able to walk and obviously get drunk and not have to worry about, you know, driving anywhere. And, uh, and I remember, uh, getting this hotel and, uh, you know, it was nothing special, right? Like a kind of a super eight type feel, you know what I mean? <laughs> But we all check, and there's a picture of this floating around, by the way. We all check into this hotel, uh, two queen beds, and, uh, you know, we're used to kind of crashing in shittier accommodations. So this was, you know, this was luxury at this point. And, uh, and, you know, we're sitting there having some pre-beers, but uh, the picture of this is amazing. There's a picture taken uh, after we opened up the drawer expecting to find a Bible, uh, because a lot of Bibles are in hotels, right? You open up the center bed bedside drawer, and there's a, a Bible there for us. Uh, not this time. No, this time there, there was a porno. <laughs> there was a porn mag in the center console or the center drawer of this, <laughs> which really just made this operation debauchery even better. It just was amazing. The porno mag became our mascot for the weekend. <laughs> So the picture uh, that's out there, I can't attach pictures to podcasts, obviously, but it's a picture of me uh, sitting on the bed with a beer in hand, my friend Dupuy with the, <laughs> with the porno in his hand, and Nick looking uh, at the camera, and Snook has taken the picture of us, and uh, and we all just look, well, we look retarded, but the porno mag is triumphant, <laughs> and it was so, and we didn't just like willfully reach in and grab the porno right we had to be careful you, you never like it's we, it's a communal porn mag conceivably considering it was left at a hotel so we were very careful opening this luckily there was nothing uh, nefarious uh on the on the pages so we were good uh but what a thing to find especially on that weekend operation debauchery we just thought that was perfect so we powered rank some more before going out to uh to the strippers and we go uh you know we we, we start drinking and uh, end up at the strip club. Uh, the strip club in question is like a, a two-level strip bar. The, the upper level is male strippers and the bottom level is female strippers. And uh, I, I think I mentioned this in a, in a podcast. Uh, sorry, I hit my mic. In a, a podcast, a, a previous episode. But Snook actually <laughs> became a stripper when he got bored doing army stuff. 
he decided to become a stripper and uh and he had this move uh that he that he called the bingo dabber <laughs> and uh, i won't go into the complexities of what that move is i'll just let your imagination infer what snook would do on stage uh, but we're at the strip club, and like I said, Snook is is great with the ladies. He can talk to anybody. He just he's completely unabashed and, and uninhibited. He does he doesn't care. So he he uh, picks one of the strippers out, though, one of the girls that was on stage, and she was something to behold. She was gorgeous. Oh my goodness, this girl! I swear the lights were all kind of dark and black lighted. You know what I mean? But she was you know relucent in a, in a white ambience uh, it was like angelic she was incredibly sexy and uh and it, you know we were all kind of infatuated by this figure on stage and mesmerized by the you know the twirling hips and the the sliding of the pole and just it was it was incredible uh especially during operation debauchery and uh and snook decided that uh that was the target of opportunity and he went into full uh ravenous horn dog mode and uh and he stayed at the the stage when we kind of retreated back to our table and uh and he ended up he ended up getting a few dances with this uh with this girl ended up talking to her her shift was coming to an, an end she came over and sat with us uh so now we're seeing it. and uh, you know nothing crazy i mean she's a she's a stripper so therefore they do that right um so she's sitting with us and uh <laughs> and snook is is shameless he is just saying all kinds of, you know, he's making his intentions very clear. Uh, let's put it that way. And she is just rolling off the chair laughing at, at this. Uh, and But it's working. It seems like he's really charming her, to be honest. Uh, and, and I say that because she wasn't trying to get him or us to go back for dances every, you know, every other song. Like she stayed and just had a good time. And, uh, and then uh, Snook said, hey, we got a hotel in town you should uh, come back and hang out with us. And uh, and this is the part where I was expecting her to say, oh, thanks, it's great. You know, you boys go have fun, ha, ha, ha. And she goes, okay. <laughs> My fucking jaw hit the floor. I was like, no, no. Dude, how do, you, how do you do that? I couldn't even ask a girl in high school for a pen. <laughs> how do you do this? this so he became like the porno Jedi to me when I was in the military. <laughs> Yeah, the force, the force was strong with this one. May the force be with you. And it was. <laughs> so uh, this girl comes back to the hotel with us, uh, much to my surprise. Uh, so I'm sitting there, and I'm pretty sure the entire time I'm just sort of fighting through obfuscation as to whether or not this is real, or I've drank this into possible. You know, did somebody put something in my drink? Is am I just imagining one of the porno pages of that miraculous porno that we found come to life? Like what this I'm sitting in a hotel room with four dudes and a stripper. This is <laughs> this, this is not a thing. A week ago I was snuggling with a man in the mud, and now I'm <laughs> I'm here in a room with a glorious stripper. This can't be a thing. The juxtaposition between the army and weekends is uh, quite quite you know quite strong. Uh, and so anyway, her, uh, the stripper and, and Snook, uh, really seem to be hitting it off. And, uh, eventually, um, you know, she retreats into the bathroom for a moment and he goes, fellas, I think I need to, 
get a hotel room. Like, I think I need to get a different room. And we're like, why? He's like, oh, I'm going to have sex with her. <laughs> we're like, no, you're not. She's just, she's just here to hang out. She's, you're not going to have sex with a stripper. Yeah, I am. <laughs> and so he leaves. Uh, she comes out of the bathroom and, and snooks out there. She goes, oh, where's, where's, where's Ryan? We're like, oh, he's, I don't know. He went outside. I don't know if he's smoking. A few minutes later, he comes back and he's got a, a, a new set of room keys. He goes, hey, I got a, I got a room. Uh, we should go hang out. And she goes, oh, I thought you were staying here. He goes, no, let's go. <laughs> and so they take off. And we're like, nah, that can't. That's incredible, man. There's no way. So I remember we were sitting there drinking, watching some TV um, and uh, kind of laughing about the uh, the hilarity of this whole thing. And uh, I can't remember exactly how long. I think we went and got some drunk McDonald's. We walked down the street, got some McDonald's, uh, me, Dupuy, and Nick. I think we came back and we were watching some some television. And uh, as we were watching the the, the TV, uh, we we hear this knock on the door and uh, I open it up and there's Snook and the, and, and the stripper, the, the lovely lady, she comes back, but she looks a little different. Uh, not different, satisfied, just different, just different. Uh, she had, she had a bandage, a rather large padded bandage on her forehead, almost covering her entirety of her left eye. And it was around her head and i'm like what in the fuck so she walks by me and grabs a drink and snooks it there and he's he grabs a drink and i was like we're all looking at this stripper and they are acting as though nothing happened like they're like this is totally this is how she showed up this is you know there's not nothing to see here move along nothing to see move along folks <laughs> like this is crazy. So she, at some point later in the evening, she goes to the bathroom. I'm like, snuck, snuck, snuck. Get the fuck over here. What the fuck happened to her head? And he goes, oh, the bandage. I'm like, what do you, yeah, what do you think? He goes, oh, yeah. Um, And he sits down. He tells us the story. He goes, so there we were on the bed. And and we're going after it, right? We're just, we're, things are, things are great. This is awesome. She's, you know, doing stuff. <laughs> like, you know, doing more tricks on six inches than a monkey with six feet of rope kind of thing. Like she's, you know, he's having a great time. And, uh, and, and he's like, yeah, so I, I, uh, I, we changed positions and, um, and, and we're, we're going at it. Uh, I, I guess I pushed it a little too hard and she wasn't ready. Uh, so she didn't have a good grasp on, on the side of the bed. <laughs> And I, I, I thrust her off of the bed and she <laughs> hit her head on the wall <laughs> and split her head open. <laughs> they, <laughs> they, oh man, it was the greatest thing. He said he thought he had to call an ambulance, but I was like, oh geez, man, that's crazy. Yeah. So we just bandaged it up. I went down to the front desk, got bandages and stuff. And he's like, so I, I, that's what I did. I bandaged it up. I was like, oh, that's crazy. And he goes, I was like, did you, you know, did you finish? He goes, oh fuck yeah, we did. <laughs> we went down afterwards. <laughs> I was like, no, you didn't. You magnificent bastard. He goes, yeah, we did. I was like, oh man. And I remember being just completely taken aback by all this because 
I come from a world, and I, I mentioned this in a previous uh, podcast, where when I try to flirt with a girl, I either fart on truck bumpers or I choose women that just I really shouldn't be flirting with or hitting on. I hit on a clown once, like an actual painted clown, yeah, like a real live female clown. And I just, you know, thought that was the fucking thing to do for some reason. <laughs> and here's Snook, who almost decapitates a stripper and continues on with his Lotharioism. <laughs> blows me away. Some people just have a gift. I think. And uh, so he epitomized optobotchery that weekend. It was absolutely an incredible, uh, incredible time. I remember waking up hungover as hell. And uh, I believe Snook and and her had taken off. He went back to her place. Yeah, he did. He went back to her place uh, for, you know, whatever, whatever adults do. But I, I was like, man... I, you know, because I was, me and Dupuis, I think, really kind of put this into motion. And me and Dupuis, uh, you know, just, we, there was no action for us, you know. We said, I woke up to the porn mag glaring at me. And I'm like, oh, jeez. Optobotry is not a fucking success for me, man. Like, I did not complete objective. Objective failed. <laughs> Whole fucking horribly. Because not only did I not uh, have the company of a beautiful woman, uh, I had a belly full of fermenting mcdonald's and uh you know bloated from beer and i was in a room with two dudes just snoring logs <laughs> and that was my that was my wake up it was not a successful optobotry when you hear snook tell of operation debauchery his eyes light up his skin becomes a glow and he just tells this wonderful miraculous weekend and, and thinks of it fondly and uh and all i could think about is Dude, you almost went to jail, okay? You almost killed a stripper. <laughs> and then you became a stripper. That's incredible. Like, how does this this guy, he joins the military. Now, when you think of military, you think of soldier, you think of rather like a, a stoic, statuesque man of discipline, honor, and integrity. And I'm not saying Snook isn't any of those things. He does possess those qualities, of course. Uh, otherwise, he wouldn't have joined and been able to serve in the capacity that he did. But he also became a stripper. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's that's just that's the those are the facts, folks. Those are the facts. You can't, you know, facts facts are what they are. Uh, and that was that was optobotry. That was our weekend. Uh, and I remember I, I went. My medical course started pretty soon after that. Um, so that was like our last. I think that was actually our last real get together, all of us at once, um, to to kind of get together and hang out and have a good time. So I think that's why it was uh, so important for us to do that. And uh, yeah, Snook was the only one of us to uh, you know mission objective complete. Uh, so Godspeed to you, sir. Well done. I uh, I applaud your applaud uh, <laughs> your capabilities. They are uh, they are something to marvel at. And the thing about, and so Snook, if you meet him today, if you were to meet this guy, he's, he's built, uh, you know, kind of built like a human thumb. He's just, he's not very tall, but he's got, he's got a lot of, you know, muscle behind him, but he, he also has a giant beard and a bald head. So, and he doesn't, he doesn't look like a biker. He sort of looks, well, I mean, he looks like a stripper lumberjack, basically. <laughs> that could be his, that could have been his theme. Uh, instead, his theme was bingo dabbing and the helicopter. That was his. That was his move. 
was his thing. And apparently almost killing uh, those who he's romantically involved with. Ah, uh, man. Uh, that's that was Snook was always good for he walked around the shacks naked more often than any other person I've ever met. Like generally speaking, because we had communal showers in the, in the shacks in the barracks, right? So uh, you couldn't help but you know either be naked or see naked at some point. But it, it was generally fairly ephemeral. You could kind of walk by it and then go back to your room. You could you know you wear a towel or like a or you know one of those robes uh, to cover up. But no, Snook would go. He would take a shower with a face cloth. <laughs> okay, he wouldn't. He would forgo the ritual of bringing a bath towel in with him, and he would take the face cloth when he was finished his shower, and he would just plop it over his shoulder like you would a normal towel. So there's this the world's tiniest towel on top of his shoulder, and he would just walk back to Shaq's, just hammer out dangling in the wind, and he would stop to talk to you like if he hadn't seen you in a couple days or a few hours, he'd be like, hey. Anakin, what's going on? I'm like, uh, I don't Why are you like a human door knocker? Can you get out of here, man? Go put some fucking pants on. <laughs> it was, yeah, I've never seen or met anybody other than Snook who is that comfortable in just being naked anywhere. Um, I heard whispers and rumors and I never, I've never asked Snook about this, but I heard rumors that our warrant officer, uh, conducted room inspections and Snook had the fortunate uh, luck of having a room of his own. He was just one single bed, one room to his, to himself. And uh, we used to have room inspections almost every morning. And and then I think once a month we would have the warrants inspection where the warrant would come and inspect your stuff. And I heard rumors that uh, Snook had forgotten about the warrants inspection. Uh, left to his own devices, Snook can forget about things every now and then. And... Uh, and apparently, <laughs> apparently the warrant was greeted to a starfished snook, <laughs> naked as naked could be on his bed, ranger blanket askew. <laughs> and that was how the warrant's room inspection started. So everyone else just got fucking reamed at uh, throughout the rest of the room inspection. I, I never have been able to, snook, if you hear this, if you can substantiate that claim for me, buddy. Uh, that would be fucking stellar. I'd like to know if that story is true. Uh, in fact, I need to know if that story is true because I've been picturing it as true ever since I heard it. I was in uh, I was in BC when I heard that. It came down the grapevine from Borden, Ontario to Chilliwack, BC, as though this is a thing that went down. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, guys, that's Operation Debauchery. That's episode not so serious. That's in the bags. Uh, I'm going to bid you guys a good day. It's a little bit chilly out there, so stay warm. Wear a nice uh, nice coat. And uh, Snook, put some fucking pants on for the love of God, please. <laughs> and uh, enjoy your days. I'm going to sit and have a tea. Enjoy the rest of my morning. Maybe even read a page out of uh, Brainstorm Revolution, maybe. I don't know. Could happen. You know, the book that's available on Chapters, Amazon. UK, US, and Canada, maybe? I might. I don't know. Maybe I will. Brainstorm Revolution. Sounds like a good time. Uh, anyway, after that shameless plug and promotion, I'm going to get out of here. I hope you guys have a great day, and I will talk to you on the next episode of The Medic's Mind.